Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Today we begin a new study. Paul's first letter to the Thessalonian believers is full of encouragement, and often encouragement is in short supply. From the very first verse, Paul reminds his readers of God's grace and mercy. Today on Drawing Near, we hear God's offer of grace and peace to those who trust in Jesus. Let's take our Bibles and turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and study Grace to You and Peace. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And Father, we're thankful for all of your Holy Scripture, which you breathed into existence through human writers so that we can have a written record of your revelation for us. Father, our primary way of knowing you specifically is through your word. You have made yourself known to us in a wonderful way. And then in your word, we see the exact representation of your being in the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the express image of the invisible God, of you. And Father, we thank you so much for making yourself known to us. Help us, Father, to draw near to you, to fellowship with you, to worship you, to walk in the fullness of your Holy Spirit. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's read verse 1 of 1 Thessalonians. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a simple beginning to our study, but it's very important. We learn in this passage of Scripture who this letter is being written by or sent by, who it's to, and then a greeting from the Lord God himself. If you'll recall, back in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 17, we have the account of Paul and Silas and Timothy going to Thessalonica. This happens after the Jerusalem council in Acts chapter 15, after Paul separates from Barnabas back in Antioch after the council, and after Paul visits and selects Timothy to be a follower. When they got to Thessalonica, they ministered in the synagogue for three Sabbaths, or three weeks. And having done so, there was a division. There were those who rejected their message and those who accepted their message. We're told in Acts chapter 17 that a great multitude of devout Greeks, Greeks who believed in Judaism, and not a few leading women, joined Paul and Silas. It may be important to note here that the Silvanus in verse 1 is a longer form for the name Silas. So Silas and Silvanus are the same person. We're told that after that separation, the unbelieving Jews, the Jews in the synagogue who rejected the message, rejected the gospel that Paul shared, they grew envious of the large crowd that left the synagogue. And so they took some evil men from the marketplace and they created a mob. They went looking for Paul and Silas and they attacked a man's house, a believer's house named Jason. And when they didn't find Paul and Silas there, they drug Jason out and took him to the courts, took him to the officials. After they made their allegations against Jason and against Paul and Silas, those officials were very disturbed and were just told simply that after they took security or money from Jason, that they let him go. And then immediately 
In the night, they sent Paul and Silas on to Berea. It was too dangerous for them to remain in Thessalonica. So that's the background of Paul and Silas's and Timothy's relationship with the believers in Thessalonica. That's how the church was born, and that's how the initial ministry began. And now Paul, along with Silas and Timothy, are sending this letter of encouragement to the Thessalonian believers. It's important for us to understand they needed this encouragement because Thessalonica was a very dangerous place for Christians, especially in the beginning, as we just saw. And so the church of the Thessalonians in verse 1 is described as the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. These Thessalonian believers were different than the Jews who remained in the synagogue. Many of them, devout Greeks, had been a part of the synagogue. What distinguished them from those who remained in the synagogue was the fact that they not only were in God the Father, but they were in the Lord Jesus Christ. They had received the gospel of Jesus Christ and come to faith in Jesus Christ. That's important because not all religious individuals everywhere are the same. They weren't in the Bible. The Jews were different than the believers or the followers of Christ, being Jew or Gentile. The traditional Jew believed differently than those Jews and Gentiles who had trusted in Christ. We understand that you have to trust in Christ to receive forgiveness of sins and salvation. Those in Thessalonica who had trusted in Christ. Now, we want to focus on this next phrase. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It is way too easy to pass over this. It's a similar greeting to many of the greetings in Paul's other writings. Grace is important. I mention the word grace all the time, especially in my prayers, because I'm very thankful for the grace of God. Grace is God giving us what we don't deserve. It's unmerited favor. Favor from God that we don't deserve, we haven't earned. We all need to come to God with this understanding that we do not deserve his mercy, his grace, his love. We are sinners. We were his enemies. We rebelled against him in our nature and in our behavior. And so God, in his grace, comes to us and seeks to redeem us and bring us back to himself. And he does this through the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. And so it's through grace that we have a relationship with God at all. And so Paul is like an ambassador sent from God, sent from the king. And he comes to the people and he writes to the people and he says, grace to you and peace from God. (laughs) I have a message for you. I have something I want to share with you. The message from God is grace to you and peace. Not judgment, not justice, not fairness, but grace and peace. What Paul is saying is God offers you grace, not judgment, but that grace is only received through Jesus Christ. God offers you peace, not conflict, not war, not struggle. He offers you peace. Peace is critical for us. Apart from God, we do not know peace. Even if our hearts seem to be settled on who we are and what we know and what we believe, we do not have peace with God. And eventually, that is going to climax at the judgment seat of Christ 
where the truth of our hearts is going to be revealed, and those who haven't trusted in Christ are going to go off into eternal condemnation. But God offers us grace and peace. That's what this beginning says. And we can stop right here and begin to worship and praise God and rejoice because we are no longer condemned. We're no longer in our sins, but we have received grace and mercy from God. For by grace, you are saved through faith. Praise the Lord for this. Praise the Lord for grace and peace. We have peace with God and we're challenged to live in peace with other people. Many Christians don't seem to know the peace of God that passes understanding. We are told that we have peace with God and we can have peace in our hearts from God. Now notice the last phrase of this before we finish. This grace and peace obviously comes from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not just an offer of grace and peace, but grace and peace come only from and through God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot have these any other way. There's no other spiritual avenue, no other educational avenue, no material avenue, no philosophical avenue. Only through God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ can we know grace and peace. Can we experience it and can we hope in it? We need to embrace this. If we do so, If we recognize our need of grace, and therefore we are humble and submissive to God, if we recognize that that we have enmity with God, that we are at odds with God except through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we know how to receive salvation and forgiveness, and we know how to embrace all of the blessings and benefits that come from knowing God and having a relationship with him through faith in Jesus Christ. And this should result in a whole different outlook in our life. This is the most encouraging thing we can know. We should be upbeat and positive. We should be energetic. We should be hopeful. We should be confident. All because we are right with God. He has made that possible for us. He's done this on our behalf. All we need to do is follow by faith. Trust in Christ and follow. Have you trusted in Christ? Have you turned from your sin and put your faith in Jesus Christ? If so, then Paul says to you, just like he did to the believers in Thessalonica, grace to you and peace. Grace and peace are yours from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. What a blessing. What a way to start. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for this passage. Thank you for these promises, for this enlightenment. Father, your word is full of this kind of information and encouragement. This is the kind of message that lifts our soul, that takes our eyes and our hearts and our minds off the circumstances of this world and places them where they need to be, on you and your son Jesus being led by your Holy Spirit. Father, help us to grow as we continue through this book. Guide us today as we seek to live out the truths of this book. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.